Hi, I'm Jamie, and I am the creator of One World, Your Story, where we bring people together. And right now, we need this more than ever. The murder of George Floyd, the latest of countless Black Americans to be murdered at the hands of police in America, has set off a chain reaction across the United States. People are angry, people are hurt, and rightfully so. We cannot stand by and allow this to continue any longer. It's time to use our voices and bring this conversation out into the open for good. So join us for this episode of The Floyd Files. African-Americans were, uh, since the beginning, African-Americans, the United States built this stereotype or just, just view that a lot of African-Americans were, were criminals. Okay, uh, this is a, a cool setup. I like this. This is dope. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, here live with Johnny, the one and only. Um, cheers. Cheers. Thank you for this. This is awesome. No, thank you. Um, yeah, so we're here to talk about racism in mm -hmm. America. Um, and you just started off by saying thank you to me. Mm -hmm. Why? For giving me the opportunity, I don't know, to speak, to reach, you know, people on my platform, people of your platform. Um, I think this is important. I think we need to get this message across to everyone. What message? That things need to be changed. Um, injustice has been going on in the African-American community for hundreds of years and and people know what's going on they i mean the the government knows what's going on everyone knows what's going on um every protest that has happened has has we we've been trying to do the same thing you know uh, get everyone to 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 look at africans americans as equals mm. um and i think with george floyd and and with all the recent, you know, atrocities, I think it, it, people are, are finally starting to listen. Mm. I think people are finally starting, even more than just listening, yeah. starting to proactively go and talk, right? Too, right? Um, which is great. Which so, is a, yeah. Um, I, I'm curious about one thing that you just said really quickly, which I don't know might seem like an obvious or like kind of trite question, but you said the word African-American. Mm -hmm. Oh, hang on. I have to mute it on the Facebook. Sorry for anyone who's there. All right, there we go. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you said the word African-American. Yeah. Black or African-American? Black. It's definitely black. Um, I'm, I'm starting to see a lot of you know my other african-american brothers and sisters say that we're black as opposed to the word african-american a little bit more um so i'm starting to adopt it um and in my opinion i feel like that's because kind of like what we were talking about earlier it's not african-american you know everybody i know some you know some of my black friends who would not consider themselves African-American who would say they were black, you know? I mean, does, okay. Cause when you say African-American, it implies mm -hmm. like from Africa. Right. Does Definitely. that resonate with you? Definitely with me personally, because I know my ancestors come from Africa. Mm. Um, yes. Yeah, so I have no problem with myself saying the word African-American or, or black. Um, I came from Africa. That's my, you know, that's my motherland and, and, yeah. <laughs> and like amazing. Mm -hmm. That's your story. Right. It doesn't mean it's every it's black person in America's story. story. Right. But for some reason we've been told that that's the right term. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's like would be calling every Asian person that I saw Chinese American. Right. Right. Which isn't fair. Mm -mm. There's so many other places that people come from. So mm -hmm. black and that's new for you. Definitely. Yeah. 
it's it's new but it's not new it's new in terms of the in, in terms of the way of thinking like that's what you should say that's what my brothers and sisters want me to say ah um and and so i think we would have to, you know dig a little deeper into my past into the reason you know i am the african american i am as opposed to the reason why you know other african americans in in who have experienced more, you know, police brutality and and the things that we're fighting for right now, they've experienced those things a little bit more than me. Yeah, let's just talk about that for because, sure. you know, Johnny and I were talking a little bit before this and you had said to me, you feel like your experience is different than most. Like where you're going to the protests and right. you f- relate. Mm-hmm but don't necessarily feel it as personally as you said, some of your brothers and sisters might feel. I feel, so I feel it. I know I'm black. I'm black and I'm proud, right? That's. As that's, you should be. For right. Cheers. All day. Cheers to that. I'm black and I'm proud. That's, that's what I've known since I was born. Um, I know what it means to be black and, and proud. I know where my ancestors came from. Um, the so again i'm solely speaking for myself um i come from a family you know of liberals my father's an attorney um my my mother had her own business so i was in a little bit i was in an area where that there wasn't as many officers present Mm. um you know because there were more white you know white people living you know next to me um, but having said that, like, I, you know, I, I surrounded myself at school and, you know, kids on the weekend who did live in those African-American communities and, and just to see how policed they were and, and it, how much, how, how much more frequent they were getting arrested and, and had exposure to that. Mm. Um, I feel like now is my time to speak up and and really like be about it you know so uh and when i say be about it so my whole life i've been black again i'm black and i'm proud but i feel like now is the time for me to truly show you know my white friends is as well as you know my black friends who really you know maybe not have thought like oh you know because johnny you know does have more white friends than me Maybe they thought maybe they would have you know maybe they thought that oh he he's not as as down as as he should be, but I don't know. So that's what I'm 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 looking at this time is like it's my time to really show who I am. Interesting. I want to know what more what it means to be like not down as you should be, because you had white friends. Like what does that mean? For sure. So I mean I'll be like we are very proud people, black people are, we are proud people, you know, as we should. Um, when I was young, you know, sometimes I would get a little bit of backlash because, you know, I did go to a pri- all, all a majority white, all boys, private Catholic school. You know, I had to wear a uniform and, and my, you know, my friends who were going to the public school with, that was majority African-American, they would see me and they'd be like, oh, you know, they would call me a token, which is, I hate that word, which is a term, you know, created by this American society, but it's, it is, yeah, it's, I've had to live through that my whole life. What does that mean, token, for somebody that's listening? And I don't even know if I know what that means, to be honest. So don't quote me on this. Don't quote me on this, but I'm, I'm, I've heard that the word token came from like a South Park episode. Um, It was the black guy who, the one black guy or like on the show. Mm, the token, the black, token guy. black guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, that's just what I had to deal with, you know, my whole life. And I know there are so many other African-Americans who've had to deal with that. Some, you know, I, I have a lot of friends who come from other areas of the world who had to deal with that same thing. But that's not saying that, you know, we don't want to be black because I love being black. You know, I love my, I love my culture. I love it. I love it but not no, but, and (laughs) yeah. yeah. And what, go ahead. And it's just, 
another this is a this is giving me another platform to show you know how I really feel to really come out and truly show how I feel about being black it's what if you were to put proud. it into words proud like I said black and proud proud period yeah period and and <laughs> emphasize that for the masses I love that now Okay, you said you were labeled as token mm-hmm. by your black friends? Yes. Were you labeled as token by your white friends and no, peers? No. I think that just goes back to that culture of of being black and proud. There I mean when I go, I mean when I'm with, you know, a lot when I'm with black friends, I mean, honestly sometimes like it's a it's a it's a brotherhood, you know, and, and it's the same thing when I'm with my white friends, same thing. Um, it's, it's just that pride of being black. Yeah. Uh, is there a difference between hanging out with, and by the way, like, would you say, and I met you mm-hmm. through a fellow white friend for sure of ours. Sure. And is it, so I, I only say that because it's like, okay, well, there I certainly know some white people that mm-hmm. literally do not have any black friends. For sure. And I for certainly sure. know some black people that don't have any white any friends. Any white friends, for sure. So would you say you're like split 50-50? Definitely. Okay. Yeah. And is it different hanging out with your black friends versus your white friends? Not, to, no, not to me at all. But having having said that, I know that, some of the people in those groups feel some type of way about me having so many white friends or vice versa or or vice versa. How do you know that? Because they've expressed that to me. Oh, they have? For sure. On both sides? Yeah, definitely. Like, what do people say? I'm so curious. I mean, I don't know. It's just little, little, little comments. <laughs> little, <laughs> little comments. I mean, I don't, I don't care to express them, but I mean, it's those are those are my brothers. I mean, it just comes down to those are my brothers, and that's who I am. I was raised not to see color, and and but I, I fully understand the injustice that that is happening, you know. And and when trust me when I say none of my white friends have ever taken it like past that line there's a line like none of my white friends that w- would ever say that n-word in front of me or or anything to that nature you know it, it, it's it's always a line is yo like invite like invite some of the invite some of your your black friends you know um oh you've gotten that sometimes. said to you for sure for sure literally it's, that it's, line it's back and forth i mean people People, your black friends, they invite some of your white friends. Definitely. So interesting. People people. Yeah. What do you think that means, or why? Like, what? What? Does, how does that feel when people say that to you? I mean, it doesn't. It honestly, doesn't feel any type of way because people are people. You know, it, people are gonna. People were raised until you really truly get to know someone. People were raised how they were raised. You know, and mm. and and they uh, people might be ignorant and and say stupid stuff and not realize how they come across sometimes. Yeah. Um, right. So. I mean, it's up to you to educate them. You know, they know what not to say. They know what not to say. The N word. I'm referring to my white friends, um, and and yeah, I mean, it, it, it's just the way I see life. You know, people people are how they are, and and it's up to you to educate them if you choose to do so. If you're going to continue to surround yourself around that person, educate them. Yeah, I mean, and I feel like that is the responsibility right now mm-hmm. of especially, I'm going to just say the white community, and I don't know if I'm overstepping, but I feel like calling out the things that we say, because mm-hmm. sometimes we know, but a lot of times we don't know. For sure. And somebody else around you might know. For sure. So calling it out, right. we have to do it in a really respectful, mm-hmm. loving way. Um, but yeah, it's talking about it. I, I'm so like, I don't even know how to ask this question, but I'm just 
and maybe this is what you were trying to tell me earlier, but it doesn't sound to me like you necessarily personally resonate with the experience of feeling different because you're black. I mean, I definitely do. Definitely. I mean, maybe not in terms of the police specifically. Um, I've seen it through, I've seen it through my family members, but my life, not through the police. I've seen, I've realized I'm black just through the world and, and where I've been. I mean, people say racist shit all the time. People like will yell out the windows and, and people, you know, when, if, if I go to a certain restaurant and, you know, I'm, I'm wearing baggy jeans and I got tattoos, you know what I'm saying? And I got, I got dreads and I walk in there and people will look at me, you know, I, I, I see that. Mm. Um, and that, I mean, that's where it resonates with, with me. When I, when I get pulled over by a cop, like I'm nervous, even though it's never happened to me, I know what's, uh, I know what's happened. And, and that alone makes me nervous. The color of my skin could get me shot, could get me killed. So you do feel that for sure, no matter what your experience was growing up, there's always that. And you were telling me like, even as your dad being a DA and your family in law enforcement, what were you telling me that you were still told as a little kid? What'd your parents tell you? The black of the berry, the black of the berry, the sweet of the juice. The black of the berry, the sweet of the juice. Yeah. We can talk about that about being proud. No, but about what do you do when Um, you get pulled over? Like you had to have those conversations. Oh yeah. But always keep you, don't call me. Always put keep your hands on on the steering wheel. Always say yes, sir, no, ma'am, or yes, sir, yes, ma'am. Um, don't don't make any sudden movements, you know. But at the same time, like I get all that, it, it, but it's it, it's corny because because that's the way I was raised, and I get it. That's the way like I I really have to live. But I don't get it not, to be honest. For sure. Sitting here listening to you because uh, okay. I get it in the sense like, yeah, knowing all of the shit that happens, I get why your parents would do that. Right. And why they have to do that. Right. And that is fucked up. It's fucked up. up. It don't make no sense. It doesn't make any sense. That And that's what I mean why I don't get it. It's like, why does that have to be a conversation? By the way, that was never a conversation with me. It was never a conversation. I have three brothers. None of them Uh -uh. would know what, no. Uh Uh-uh. But to you, you get it. That's so normal. African-Americans were, uh, since the beginning, African-Americans, the United States built this stereotype or just just view that a lot of African-Americans were were criminals. Even if you go back since the beginning, what's that movie uh, that they remade? Um, uh, 12 Years a Slave. Mm. No, it wasn't 12 Years. It was the first one. What was the first one? Fuck. Um, well, I mean, 13, we can even just talk about. Yeah, it, the, yeah. watch the documentary 13th, oh, I'm sorry, on Netflix. Um, I mean, it, it. there was a movie back in the day, I forget what it is, but they talk about it on the 13th that basically they showed black men as criminals. And there was a major scene of, of this, this, there was a white woman who jumped off a cliff because oh, they were talking about that movie in 13. Yes, what movie was Oh, that? it came uh, out like literally right after the Civil Rights Right after movement. the Civil Rights like Movement. Something America, United. Like, oh, fuck. Um, we'll, we'll type the name in the comments after. Yes. Um, but anyway, what he said was absolutely correct. It was a mirror to what the United States was truly like. Yeah. And, and it's still being thought of that way. It's like honestly, people people look at us and, and think we're like we're we're big, we're dangerous, we're criminals and and well what you're talking about is when they were, you know, slavery had just been abolished. Right. Supposedly. Abolished. Right. Um, but there was still a lot of hatred for sure towards the black community. And so they said, you know what, we can't outwardly say right. we're gonna arrest black people, but what we are gonna say is we're gonna arrest criminals as it relates to drug use, which was heroin and crack cocaine. Yeah, yes, crack, there was. Right, which they directly put in the news was related to all these black people yes. and that was the propaganda. And so it, they black police, people became criminals. They police urban systems, yes. It, it Slaves were in the South, the means for the economy, it, for the economy, they thrived the economy. 
And when the third one literally built the fucking country. Right, right. And when they passed the law, when they en- ended slavery, right, they the, the South, they took a huge cut in, in the economy because, you know, we were free. So they had to put something in place, the Constitution, they had to put something in the law for them to be able to take that back from us again. Mm. And, and that's what happened. They started, you know, giving us all these low charges for nothing, for loitering and littering and, and putting us, making us slaves again. And I mean, you, that's, they said in the 13th, like that's Well, making what, you slaves, but calling you criminals. Right, it's the same thing, right. But then you get to be able to be treated like a slave. It, we, they, we are slaves, that's it. There, there's no freedom. Mm-hmm. like after that and i mean you see it in the same thing it's it's like meat mills and they put them on how you get how you have no record get arrested and then get put in on probation for for like what 11 years or something like that Who, like what well and then you get caught doing something wrong on probation it, the it, three strikes you're in the, prison for the cycle. rest of your life it's a cycle perpetuates so okay let's switch gears a little bit talk more about like your own personal experience yeah. if that's cool definitely um by the way you said your ancestors were slaves or excuse me you said your ancestors were from africa for sure were they slaves from what my parents have told me yes okay yes i couldn't give you exact details uh, but yes okay Mm -hmm. um and you grew up in philadelphia Mm -hmm. and you went to catholic school correct yep i went to an all boys private catholic school all boys private catholic school and you were one of a handful of black kids you told me yeah definitely at what age did you notice you were different? When you say different, what do you mean? At what age did you notice that you were one of a handful of black kids? Oh, I mean. What age were you consciously aware of it? Um, maybe like eighth grade. Okay, that's seventh, like 14 13 seventh, 14 seventh, eighth grade yeah I, I I just like I knew there wasn't I knew there wasn't like a lot of black kids where I went but I just I didn't put two and two together because again I, I mean, wasn't go ahead no no please I didn't mean to cut you off no I just I just like when I would go back to my house like I wasn't seeing that well the kids are we're not born I mean that is the that is proof in the fucking pudding mm-hmm we're not born racist. Hell no. It's taught. So as kids, yeah, we don't see it. No, I, didn't, I really didn't. Like, I was, nah. I, I hung out with my friends, and they were black and white. And it just, like I said, my personal my personal story, I went, I was going to school and living in a place where those, those places were not police like that. Like, I didn't see that. And my mm. parents, you know, didn't, my, I, I didn't see that. Now, and before I go farther, I just want to go back and like maybe call myself out. Mm-hmm. I said, "When did you feel different?" And you said, "What do you mean different?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I, let's let's talk about still... that. Like, was that? And I need to call myself out <laughs> no, sometimes still... too. No, like, really, this is the work but for sure. For sure. So, how did that feel when I said that? Uh, like different. Like exactly, exactly what you what you think it means. Like, like wait, whoa. Like yeah, like why well, I got to be different? Like, what do you mean by the word different? So how could I have, because I don't, maybe, like, that's not maybe. how I feel. And I literally just meant, like, no, f- when did you notice that, yeah. like, your skin color meant something? Maybe, yeah. When it, when did I notice that that people looked at me, that there were people, people who looked, looked at, at you me differently different because of my skin color? But not that you were different. Right. Yeah. Mm. Right. Yeah, and I said, yeah, it was about that time. It's literally just being conscious of the words I'm saying to make sure that what I'm saying is truly what I mean mm-hmm. and not no. something and else. That's Cause, important. Because what I really mean is when did other people start looking at you differently? Mm-hmm. Not when did you realize you were different? I was different, right. Yeah, it's such, different. Different, it's such a different question. Because we're not, I'm not different. Right, and that's mm-hmm. not what I meant. I know, for sure. But that is what I said. Yeah. And that's probably what people say over and over. And that that is like the subtle things that's not so subtle. Mm-hmm. And some t- one time someone says it to you after it's been said 50 fucking times and you're like, come on. Yeah, like how many times I gotta tell you like I'm not different. And that's when it, yeah. Mm. That's when you start to just get irks, like, you know. <laughs> so thanks for going into that with me. Oh, for sure. And 
also want to acknowledge I saw you not wanting to be make it a thing. What? When I said what oh, was so- that? And you're like, nah, it's cool. But like you have permit like that's just yeah, that's just, that was just me like being who I am. Sure, like, but there was something that I saw instantly and you were like, Oh, what? for sure. Dude, but see, that's what I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. So when I to go back to a, a prior point, yeah, yeah. Like what with, with my white friends, like they would say something like that. That's when I say it's important to just inform them. Cause for instance, like we're just having a you know a dialogue, we're having a conversation. And it's the same thing if, if I would. I were to be doing the same thing with one of my white brothers, right? One of my white boys. Um, if they were to say something like that, like it, it just quit. You don't have to say it in a negative way. Like you don't have to jump back in like a in like a mad way. You know, you could just educate them. Like just like you, just like you caught it, is the same thing they would do. Yep. You know, and and that's it. That's important. Absolutely. And I think that, like, if we really care about each other just being friends, like, obviously you would hear that out. Right. If the intention is is true and genuine. Exactly. Exactly. If you if you care to educate yourself, which is the only people you need to be surrounding yourself around anyway, you know? Totally. Like, yeah. Okay, so when you were in this, and I'm just going to, like, change the size of the Facebook so I can see if somebody's writing any live comments today. Um, okay. We got some ah, birth of a nation, Harry. Birth of a nation. That's it. That is the name of it. Okay. Yo, that movie was crazy. Watch like, oh my gosh! If you go back and watch that original movie, it just shows you the 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 perception of black people in America, and it's uh, crazy. Like, think about the the title of that birth, birth of, a of a nation. Right after the civil rights movement supposedly was that but like what they the birthed was of slavery and literally just the next evolution of it right how are you gonna say the end of slavery and then portray us like that but this just like i mean this brings up another topic just about like the news and brainwashing and why cults even are possible yeah if we choose to believe it it's true it doesn't matter if it's true if we choose to believe it it's true Right. So someone says something and you're watching this movie and it seems so real and we believe, okay, blindly believe it, but not actually like dig into, well, what does it mean if we actually put more pe- police on the streets? Right. Mm-hmm. You know? And like, I mean, on, and, and I mean, that's just educating yourself and, and really knowing what's going on, which is what, I mean, which is a fault of all of us. You know, I, I'm, yeah, we're all sitting here saying fuck the police, but how many of us knew how no, little training they got before the last? Exactly. I'm learning so many things. I'm learning so many things. Honestly, and I'm sad to say this. I just like recently found out that there was three women who started the uh the BLM movement a couple years ago. Like it was just three women who started that. And and I, I truly didn't know that. Clearly, I like obviously I know about the BLM movement, but to know that, you know, I I, I want to know who these three women are. Badass, queens. queens. My yo, yes. Your sisters, my sisters, which is crazy. It's amazing. Think about that. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, that brings up a whole other topic: Um, gender and and black women and all of the whole like shebang that comes with being a strong, powerful black woman, Mm -hmm. let alone a powerful woman in general. Mm -hmm. Aggressive, bitchy. I mean, had black on top of it, like it's so sad. Yeah, I mean, it, it's and that's what I yeah, I have a problem with like just hearing like, and it may just it might just be me because me like going off the women in my life, the black women in my lives, but I hate just like that stereotype that like black women are, are aggressive and bitchy and uh, you. We're black. Black women are powerful, like powerful women. We all like yes, powerful women. And and just because you know that that we're that they're powerful and that, that they have incentive, it like they gotta be bitchy and and it's it's like a threat is, on you know, so many a, levels. It's, it's, that, that's what it is. Which it, is those are perfect it shouldn't word. Be. It's a threat. It's a threat to them. It's a threat to them. Oh it, yeah, my mother told me when I was young. They said the, the the biggest threat to the he she told me the biggest threat to the white man is seeing a black man in a suit. And mm. 
Like, for real. Damn. I mean, I feel like that goes back to what we were talking about at lunch, which was like, or I don't know when it was, sometime this afternoon about like, okay, white people, like we just have to be really willing to give up our privilege Mm -hmm. for true transformation. Definitely. And that's why that's the biggest threat. For sure. Because, oh, you're going to take my job? It's the power, right. No, you're not. Mm -hmm. But why not? If you're more qualified for the job. Because people don't think like that. People, of course not. You know, people got bills to pay. I get like, but that's I get where, it. That, I mean, but, that's the stem of racism is economics. Unfortunately, sure. it's about making one group be like, hey, we're better. We're going to mm-hmm. have more money and we're going to be in control of right. you. It's the power. It's the elite. It's the elite class. For sure. I mean, and, and it trickles down through everything, through taxes, through everything. So I think that's the real question we need to ask ourselves as white people is, I mean, are we just, actually willing to give up some privilege? I just want to see, I just want to see more involvement in, 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 I just want to feel like, I just want to feel like, you know, I'm the same. I, I want to feel like I, I can be pulled over by a white cop and not have to be scared. I want mm. to feel like I, I can go in a restaurant with whatever outfit I, I'm wearing and and not, you know, looked at like like looked at like oh shit like you know what i'm saying i want to so i was going to ask you I actually looked at as an equal looked at as an equal and right. you mentioned your tattoos earlier oh for sure and i wanted to ask you about your tattoos when we were walking cuz i mean i love tattoos yeah. personally and i actually was talking last night about this like how i realized what a privilege it is as a white person last night that i made a career out of being like you know, I, I'm in sales okay. or I was for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I was told by my bosses like Jamie, cause I had my nose double pierced, my lip pierced, my tongue pierced. I had pink in my hair. Right. And I was told you're going to sell more if you just take all that out. Right. And I'm like, no, mm-hmm. fuck the system. <laughs> like I'm going to do what I want. Yeah. I never realized how privileged that was because my friend who is black was talking to me about how like, Basically, if a white woman has p- purple hair or, or pink hair, they're like artistic. For sure. But if a black woman has it, they're ghetto. Yeah, they're ghetto. For sure. And in that, I was like, whoa, like what privilege was that that I had to be like, fuck the system? Uh, because she didn't get that opportunity. See, she's not even going to get the interview. Like Exactly. Like what? Does she like? No. Let alone they get to say yes or no to the sale. She doesn't even get to have the meeting no. to be able to present it. So. Mm-mm. I have tattoos. Whether or not she has the qualifications either, which sucks, which is crazy. Yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah. Sometimes even just looking at a name mm-hmm. is enough. For sure. This is part of what I, the work that I did in, in diversity and inclusion. And then there was this whole thing about like, well, let's just not show names, mm-hmm. period. But then that adds a whole other, li- I mean, there's a lot of things there. Um, but with your tattoos, mm-hmm. I mean, did you ever... I'm like, what's the actual question I want to ask? I don't know what the actual mm-hmm. question I want to ask was. Yeah. I was just thinking about you having <laughs> tattoos and us being out and just thinking about the conversations recently in the world and like how like there is a stereotype for sure instantly. And and I just I guess I'm curious to know how you feel walking around. And I say that like knowing like I personally don't give a fuck I was gonna say you know what I'm gonna say but I know that so many other people do right and so I'm one like but it go it yeah and I, I can't harp this like black and I'm proud <laughs> thing enough like for real though it goes down to like everything we do like I'll go out like I know so I might not be the biggest dude in the world but you know what I'm saying I gotta send my decent but I got tattoos like <laughs> I love going out in, in public and wearing short shorts and a tank top and like, yeah, and showing my tattoos because of that factor. Because like, yeah. yo, I'm black and I'm proud. It's literally instilled in my brain. Yeah. Like, I'm black and I'm proud, period. But it's, I mean, I notice it. I mean, it's to the point where, I mean, I'm comfortable with who I am and, and I'm not going to change for anybody. Um, so even, you know, very personally, again, personally in my life, if someone were to say something racist, I'm I'm 
taking it off the chin. And uh, like, obviously I'm gonna say something back, try to educate them. But if I mean, I'm not gonna fight somebody. You know what I'm saying? Cause- What does that mean taking it off the chin? Taking it off the chin. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I don't know. I mean, it's like, I'm it's not like this. The cool psh, no, it's like this. Psh, like ah. saying whatever, not even letting it get to you. And then there's a part of me that's like, but tell them because I need to know. Sure. But that's not your fucking responsibility. I mean, it's it's not. It's circumstantial. And you should be able to go live your life. It's circumstantial again. If I'm on the street, I mean, there's been plenty of times where I've been on the street and people, you know, will drive by and say some racist shit or walk by and say some racist shit. I mean, that's just who I am. You walk by and say some racist shit, I'm gonna say something too. Okay, good. But oh, for sure. <laughs> okay, good. For sure. Um, especially if it's a guy. But like again, though. I got to think about that situation though, right? Yeah, 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 you're right. If somebody if somebody walks by me and my first, I mean, my, personally, my first reaction, if, especially if it's a dude, the, if it's a white dude, the, if it's a white male that walks by me and calls me a nigga, right? I'm, the, my first instincts, I'm going to get in there. I'm going to say, say it again. I'm going to say, say it again. And if he says it, I'm going to hit him. But like, I honestly have to think about that a lot, a lot. Because if that happens- If you hit him- If like, I hit him, there's so many circumstances I could come. He could press charges, the cops come. And if it's me, if I'm standing there, I got to look at me and it's a white dude, you know what I'm saying? You know who's going to jail. It's not even a question. It's not even a question. And, you, and that's so sad. It is. And he knows it. The boy that said it, I know it. And a cop knows it. Like- Mm. <laughs> that's okay, 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 that's what gives us that fire. Oh yeah, right and now. I can feel that's that. From, I can that feel fire. because it's like you're you're in chains. Yeah, it's not freedom. It's not. Yeah. It's not freedom. Whoa. Sorry, I just like, like got the gravity of what I just said. Like that's that's not looked at as equal. Period. Yeah, you don't actually get the freedom of speech. No, hell no. Huh. Whoa. Like. No, you can watch any, any, <clears throat> and I know the media is whatever, it publishes whatever it wants to, but like, if you look up to, if you look at all of them, like it, it's the, like, we can't, we don't say much. Damn. We're, we're sitting there trying to tell them we know our rights, but they're, I mean, they, they keep doing it. You know, it doesn't matter. And that's what needs the fuck to be changed. Yeah. Wow. Sorry. Like that just yeah. hit me in a different way. Um, okay. Let's look at these comments. What do you say? No, it's just people uh, watching. Um, we had the one comment from Harry. So sure. yeah, by the way, anybody that's watching, there's only two of you live now. Um, please feel free. Questions, comments. Yeah. Put them in there. We are watching. Um, okay. So you said you know that the white guy knows that and the cop knows that yeah you grew up with your dad being a da <laughs> yeah he does he's not the da he works with you Excuse, okay works yeah. for the da mm -hmm. and other people in law enforcement mm -hmm. and lawyers mm -hmm. i mean in your family you told me your mom and dad both black yeah definitely <laughs> did they know it in the same way as cops and it's black. Like, did oh, you ever talk to them about being cops? And by the way, Honest, do you talk to them now? Definitely. It? It's a lot more now. And, and <clears throat> excuse me, um, you know, no, no slash or no, no, no hate like towards my um, parents. I'm not trying to say anything bad about, you know, the way I was raised because um, I was raised very well, you know, and I was very taken care of. I was very loved. Um, and definitely there were times where they would speak to me more about that, about, you know, injustice and, and because I was black, I, I feel like my family, it was more about just, uh, they were preaching to me how important it was to be black mm -hmm. as opposed to them, like really explaining why, you know? Interesting. Yeah. And do you know I don't why know. now? Honestly, not really. Honestly, not really. I feel like they just know I get it now that they don't, I mean, they don't need to say anything. I know how, 
I mean, my mom, my father was raised in South Jamaica, Queens, New York. And, you know, he's an attorney now. And I know how much he, he was raised in like a gang infested neighborhood. I know what he had to go through. I know what that was like being a black guy back, especially back in that time, in those times in New York, like, I get it. Um, I mean, obviously I don't get it, but I get it being black, but I wasn't there. Um, but knowing what I know now and, and thinking about the way my father and, you know, my, my mother chose to raise me, I mean, it is what it is. Maybe I would have done, you know, things differently. Maybe, maybe I wouldn't, you know, I can't put myself in their shoes. Um, but trust me, my son, if, you know, if I'm ever blessed enough to have kids, like they will know. They will, don't, don't, everything. Why, what happened, why they need to act the way, how, how to conduct themselves, everything. But yeah, I mean, I've, I'm an only child as well. Maybe that's a some I should have pointed out. In oh, the yeah. interesting. I'm an only child. I'm an only child. So again, like they, I, I was raised in a different. I was just raised in a different way. They put me around certain people to to make sure to make sure you know I had the best possible outcome to succeed. And but now, like I'm, I'm getting it now that they succeeded in doing that. And I'm, you know, I'm educated. And, and now I, I learned, I realized that I had those platforms to be able to, and I, you know, I have access to certain people through going to school and things like that, that mm. my, you know, that my brothers who, you know, I grew up on the block with dark. And, and like I said, like now is my time. Like now is my time to really try to join, to, 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 you know, it's like those those two people, those two ideas and, and lifestyles. Yeah, it's interesting. You have like almost a responsibility is like the Facts. only word I can think of because you have an access into the white community. Definitely. Yes. Both. Mm -hmm. What um, an interesting position to be in. Right. Oh, yeah. And, and oh, my God. Yeah. And, you know, it, it sucks that it's taking this time for me to tr like, like invest everything I have into it. Um, but I'm like, I'm, I, I, I notice it. I'm not going to let that go to waste, you know, and that's why I'm just, uh, I'm going to become more active in a different way, more outspoken. Mm. So what clicked for you this time? And I ask that because like, I know as a, as a white person, mm -hmm. what clicked for me differently, mm -hmm. I'm not even going to say as a white person, I'm going to say just as Jamie, yeah. what clicked for me, I mean, seeing a person get lynched in broad fucking daylight. Oh, yeah. And that, I mean, that shook me to my core. Um, and that's that, I, the second I saw that I was like, what? That's what did it for me because that was different than like somebody just shooting somebody right because to me it's like you're the, with the person right in that moment you know there is hate in that for me so it that that struck a chord but like you are a black person right and and that hits different but uh, yeah sure mm -hmm. hits different in that regard but i mean like what about this specific time because this it's, is not the first. Not nah, clearly. It's definitely not the but first. Something it's, struck you different right now. It's just, it just, it just got to a point. It just got to a point where you see so many stories mm. over and over and over and over again, and it's just, it, it, it gets to a point where it's just like, okay, they want us to be stand-up model citizens and and you know, and pay taxes and continue to just live, you know, as Americans and when we we can't even like that that's that's bullshit mm. like we're not we've never been looked at as equal and and how you gonna tell us to 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 be that to live up like a like a like a normal act like a white person but you're not treating us like that mm. like you've been killing us our whole lives and and you want us to just like stop like you want us to just give in like that's not gonna happen and I felt like there's been so many brutal like cases like that with like the knee on his neck. And I feel like 
yeah. There's a I saw a sign the other day. It was like how many videos, how many how many stories like aren't videos? How many instances aren't videoed? And it's true. We know of so many, and how many just aren't you know shot? You know, which is that's not new. It's no, just being recorded, right? Like Will Smith said. I mean, it just you, got to a point where we're fed up. It's done. It's a wrap. We're not gonna sit here and act like it's cool. Good. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel. Yeah. Um, but also, like, do you think that the coronavirus and the like, oh, sure. the disparity between the black community and the white community and the deaths and all of that and the hospitals and the healthcare, did that add to it? And why did you just say, "Oh shit"? I mean, because I don't know a lot about the coronavirus. I know there's so many. Like, oh, you're like, don't ask me a question. I know there's so many. Like, little- okay. So th- stories about how the corona. So there's a lot of data out right now about yeah. how the black community is dying and being affected in disproportionate rates. Okay. To white people in America. Okay. Looking at are they it, are they are they specifically saying it's because of the corona? The coronavirus is affecting all of us, but what they're saying is the coronavirus is disproportionately affecting black, black communities gotcha. because of lack of health care, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. If you're an hourly worker. Yeah, I mean. Right? And then you think about, like, the black communities in the South, and, like, that's where, like, the hotspots are right now. For sure. Um, and that was happening, right? Coming mm-hmm. out in the news. And then this happened. I mean, it was just, like. I mean, yeah. I mean, again, I don't know a lot about the coronavirus, but, I mean, if there's predominantly African-American, you know, populations and they're getting sick and they're telling us we don't, they don't have the resources to be able to like treat people, you know, that's it. What are we supposed to do? They're not going to give us the medicine. It's, there's so many layers to the healthcare system, but okay, yeah. let's not, let's not get yeah, too into that. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Rewind. Um, going back to now, mm-hmm. right. You're like, okay, this is it. Like, I'm going to step in. Like, is that, yeah. I can feel that from you. For sure. What do you want to happen? And and what are you, like, what's the biggest reason that you're, are you, you're going to the protest, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Me personally, everybody's obviously, you know, got their own personal reasons. I just, I mean, it's all, for me, it's all under one umbrella. You know, I want to. I want to be treated as an equal. Um, I want to as a full-on human as, full as you are. Human, as a, exactly. <laughs> I, it's not funny. Sorry, no, no. but I, like it's so basic. It's so, and it's not, it's not a so basic. Concept somehow complicated because of the money, because of these codes, these these police codes, and 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 money that you know that I want the I want us to to, to stop being killed for no reason and mm-hmm. and. I want us to, and uh, you know, obviously this might take a long time, but just overall, like I want black people in, uh, to be looked at as the, as the same, as the same. Like I want to go into a job with the same qualifications with a white person and, and know that it doesn't matter what my skin looks like. Mm. Amen. You know, I, I want to, yeah. Literally, uh, just be seen as a just be human. seen as a fucking person. Like, is that's what? It's, it's, yeah, it's not hard. It's not a hard cause. No, and you're not asking for a lot. No, like, mm-mm. basic. I want police civil to be rights, brought down. Rights. Yeah, I want police to be person like put in jail for just as long as as they put us. I mean, it, it doesn't make any sense. They like. How, how long did it take them to arrest those cops? You know damn well if if like a if the situations were reversed, like well, complicity. Exactly. We were talking about that. You're in jail. You're a black person. You see something and they see you on camera. Boom, that's it. You got more time on you. Right. But the cops can get like a week or two to just be free. It doesn't make sense. After doing that, there it's needs, crazy. There's people in jail, you know, during that whole um war on drugs thing oh, we need more light on you guys oh, oh connor i can't fix it it's because of the backlight behind us oh shoot 
Sorry. Um, no, no worries. <laughs> there's like, I mean, there's so many people in jail. And that's what the system was started, that war on drugs. Like they put so many people in jail for, for little ass offenses, for having like the smallest amount of weed on them. Okay, well, that was the thing that 13th was saying. Like there's more black Americans in, in prison jail. right now than there were slaves. Doesn't make sense. It's, what is it? This is back in 2016. It was five, we make up, so it's 5%. What is it? What was it? It was. I think around 10% of the population, but around like 40%. Exactly. The The wild. Yes. The wild. The U S had 5% of the world's population, but it's 25%. Oh, of the entire people incorporated. Yeah. I mean, well, our prison systems are for profit. That's it. But it's, but it's all, I mean, it's mostly African-Americans. That's what we talk about policing these urban areas because there, there obviously is going to be us because there's more cops. They're going to they gonna book us for having a, a, a G of weed in our pocket. And now we're in a system. We don't have 10 G's or five G's to, to get us bailed out. And who's profiting off of all of the like weed companies right now, the big ones? Yo, weed is an essential business now. It's crazy. Like it doesn't, that, are you fucking kidding me? And there are people in prison for life. For life off that shit. Who, who got put in jail on that and something happened to where they couldn't, you know, to, they got in an incident in prison. Prison's real. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I can tell you some stories that my family members have told me about prison and my, my friends that I've known have been in prison. And that shit is a whole nother world. I, well, I think that you even saying that is telling because the statistics, the blah, blah, blah statistic is one in three black men will have some yes. sort of incident yes with law enforcement i don't know anybody in my family or friends mm-hmm. that are in prison or have been you do definitely do you know any of your black friends uh-huh. that don't know somebody mm. i may know one i may know one and the one person I'm thinking of is was born just like me, was raised just like me in a very predominantly white community. Right, right. Yeah. So I mean yeah, that I that is that is fucking telling. There. Right. Yeah. Because it's weird. That's not the good. That's not the right word. <laughs> Rare is the word. Mm-hmm. Rare when somebody's like, "Oh yeah, I know someone." And I'm like, "What?" Mm-hmm kind of normal see that's crazy though like you said you would like be shocked if you heard if somebody told you that they knew somebody in prison yeah that would be i'm like what like that that is so out of my world of normal oh yeah no i know a bunch of people in prison i I got so many friends who are literally paying like their friends books or putting money on their friends books so they can get shit in prison yeah that is a check in my privilege right there yeah and by that, I mean, like, I'm checking my privilege. I not like, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's just like we live, we, we're all living in the U.S., but we're living in very different worlds. For sure. Definitely. And it is not okay. Definitely. And, and yeah, not enough people know that. No. That's why we're talking about it. That's why we're talking about it. Um, so we were kind of talking about this earlier and just... Yeah, we'll wrap it up here soon. Um, how do you feel about, huh? How do you feel about the protest and what's happening now and the movement? I mean, do you think that, does it feel different? Is something really going to happen? Like, yes. how do you feel as a Black person in America today, June 10th, 2020 versus May 10th, 2020, for example? I... And obviously this is only the beginning, but I feel I, I, I'm already starting to feel a, a teeny bit, you know, more equal. I, I, especially, and again, I'm, I'm only talking about this whole interview is only, you know, from my personal being, but from what, you know, what we see in Denver, obviously Denver is majority white. And it's just from what you know, the, the dialogues, the conversation that I've had that I've had with my African American friends, it's absolutely amazing to see this much support. Like everyone, you can't for the last what 
two weeks. You can't, I cannot go on social media without the first thing I'm seeing. 90% of my feed is talking about Black Lives Matter and, and this movement and injustice. And that's what people need to see. And, you know, it's funny, and I'll be honest, like, I was having this conversation with one of my African-American friends and he was like, Johnny, like, how long do you think like this, the protests are gonna last? And you know, the marches are gonna last. Who knows, but I'm with it, yeah. you know? Um, there's, there's been so many protests and I forget, you know, don't quote me on specific numbers, but there's been so many protests and, and gathering and, and boycotts, you know, through, through the civil rights movement that have lasted for so long, hundreds of days. So, and, and you know, if, if, if that's what it takes, let's do it. Yes. You know? um, I honestly, I don't think it's gonna stop anytime soon. No, it just shouldn't. And I'm kind of like stop happy and hopeful walls. for that. No, yes. I love that, yes. It shouldn't stop until we see something has changed until we see like what happened yesterday the denver um sb the police did she created some bill or sb 12 i think yes but i think at 2 p.m today it was like when it was like officially actually we should check the news we should check see that. what's up which is huge um, yeah denver was i mean one of our good friends has been working on this mm-hmm. um i mean it's just there is a, I think, a greater majority that's actually fighting the fight right now than fighting against it. Yeah. You said that there's... A greater majority fighting, fighting the fight than fighting... It, then, yes. Do you feel that? 200%. 200%. And that's pretty fucking cool. Yes. I feel like the ignorant people, the people who, you know, like you said, like giving up that white privilege, I feel like the people who don't, who are the most reluctant to do that are actually seeing like why they're wrong, mm. you know, and, and that they need to change. And, you know, that one day the world will be different. Totally. Yeah. Um, well, it's a bit, I mean, that's all I got. I could ask you if, I mean, For sure. we'll we talk about that. a thousand more <laughs> things, obviously, but is there anything else that you'd like to say on the record, anybody that might be watching or will watch this? about racism in America, about your experience living in America, I mean, or about anything. I mean, yeah, about life. it's your I time. Mean, we, 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 we have one life, y'all, and, and make a difference. I mean, you know, put some purpose to your life. Black, mm. my, my Black brothers and sisters, stand up. Right now is the time. You know, right now is the time to, to truly make a difference. This is history. That, that's that's happening you know create your legacy and for and for my white friends like educate you know use this time to listen and and educate you know your your, your other white friends and and because that's what's needed and and that's it right right to your government try to get laws changed and and really stand up fit up for yourself and who you are right now who, yeah. yeah. Who are black you? Black lives like, matter. Black, all black lives matter. Yes. Say that too. Yes. Trans black lives matter. All black Female lives black matter. lives matter. All black lives, all matter. Black lives matter. Yes. Uh, I just have to say that because it's Pride Month. I can't oh, help yeah. myself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Love it. Shit. What the fuck was I? Oh, yeah. Also, I got to give Johnny an opportunity to talk about what he does oh. <laughs> um so for anybody that's listening what do you do definitely so how can they find you i'm a musician i sing um you know i'm originally from philadelphia Actually, Pennsylvania. You know, stop you can we get a little bit of that voice oh my right god now, i knew you was gonna say that yeah i knew you was gonna put me on the spot i am um all right i'll sing a john legend song because that's my man um it's called slow dance it's uh can we wait just a minute Slow it down for a minute now, baby. We're talking loud, we're wildin' now. Don't seem like my old lady. Let's go and play the songs we used to play. Can we reignite the flame? 
Cause things just ain't the same. We can talk about the baby. We can talk until we crazy. We can focus on it now, or we can focus on it later. Yeah, I forget the words, but yeah, you got it. You got it. Stop, stop, stop. (laughs) You got it. I forget the words. So good. Oh, yeah. Hot damn. Mm. (laughs) You just turn it on like that. It's so good. Okay, so yeah, Johnny's a singer. How can they find you? Um, I am in a duo group called Philo, just a bluesy electronic group, uh, P-H-I-I-L-O. Yeah, new EP coming out. It's going to be dope. Stay tuned. Thank you so much for sharing so generously and graciously with Definitely. us. Thank you for having me. Thank you. All right. We're going to turn it up. All right. Bye, everyone. Oh, Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the One World Your Story podcast. If you enjoyed hearing this story and you wish to hear more, make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes and YouTube. And of course, follow us on Instagram at One World Your Story. From all of us here at the One World Your Story podcast, we are sending you so much joy and love. Have a wonderful rest of your day.